another amazing episode again this episode we want to we'll be discussing what is a pay for delete letter that's right what is a pay for delete letter now of course we always got some additional gems and available to you so without further ado let's go ahead and get the show started What's going on, everybody? It's Ronnie Francois, your favorite credit hero in the Credit Lab podcast. And if you're watching this live or you're watching the replay, definitely want to say thank you. If you listen to it live or listen, listen, listen to the replay, definitely want to say thank you. Definitely appreciate you. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, you know, with this information because you might have a 750 credit score, but it might be somebody else that might be connected to you that could use this information. It might be your spouse next to your kids, niece, nephew, next door neighbor, the mailman, the mail lady, you know, it's a whole lot of you that need this information. So make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Definitely appreciate the love and support. And again, on this topic, on this episode, the topic is what is um pay for, um, what, is, what is a pay for delete letter or pay for deletion letter, whichever one, whichever terminology you want to use, it works fine. Um, if you would have talked to me maybe like a year ago, two years ago, and you was talking about you wanted to, you want to pay a collections account or charge off account. Um, to be honest with you, I probably would have said no. <laughs> but you know, after doing some researching, some studying, I realized you know it's kind of like a case by case scenario. Um, it depends on your situation. Um, for example, if you're about to, uh, you know, sign a big deal, maybe get a house or get a get a business loan, you know, or a couple hundred thousand or a couple hundred thousand dollars, maybe like a million dollars, something to that something to that nature. And the underwriting department where your lender reach out and say, look, you know, you have this account that's been charged off or it's in collection, whatever the case might be. Um, you know, and then the thing is, you have the money to pay off the account. But they were like, hey, you know, in order to move forward, you're going to have to do something about this account. Uh, so typically, most people will, you know, would use a dispute method, which is, which according to the Fair Credit Report Act, you have the right to dispute anything negative, incorrect information, anything that you don't agree with, anything that you don't like, anything that don't make sense, you can dispute it. And there's nothing wrong with disputing negative items or something that's not right, something you don't agree with, charge off collections. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. So I'm not saying don't do that method. Uh, you have your rights to do that. Whether you're using um, the fair, um, whether you're using the consumer law or using factual dispute or using the Metro 2 compliance, um, it's perfectly fine. You know, you still can do that, but for this, for the sake of this episode, we're talking about you know, pay for deletion letter. Um, so again, it's a case by case scenario. So back to what I was saying. So if you have this one account, uh, whether it's charge off or whether it's in collection, whatever case might be, and it's it's holding you back from getting that loan, getting that business loan, making that big move, and it's something that you can pay off that's not going, you know, kill you or you know, put you under. Um, in that situation, that's when you, you would look at the option pay for deletion. And basically what happens is when something goes to collection, especially a third-party company, um, you can pay that negative item, you can pay the item, and then they'll still it'll it'll say pay on your credit report, but 
the, the company might not remove it. So that's what I'm saying. Like, so you can pay that negative account and it can still remain on there. So of course, um, you know, once you pay off the account, you pay it off in full, your score, you know, it's probably gonna go up. And you pay for you pay for a lesser amount, your score could still go up. It really depends. But the thing is, before you make that payment, before you pay them, before you make any type of payment arrangement, you want to get something in writing that says, hey, look, once I pay you what we agree on, you have to remove this negative item off my credit report. That's why it's very, very important to know this information. That's why it's very, very important to tap into the Credit Lab podcast. That way you know, because, you know, you might be watching this now. You might be watching the replay. You might have a charge off. You might have a collections account. And, you know, you kind of like on the fence. You're like, should I pay? Should I not pay? What should I do? And you do. So you tap in. So in this situation for you, yeah, so you can use a pay for deletion letter. Uh, pretty much, um, well, you know, as we go through on, I'm going to tell you exactly what to put in your letter. I'm actually going to go over a letter with you. And then I'm actually going to give you additional tools that you can actually use too. Um, instead of the pay for deletion letter. It's a compliance letter. So we're going to, once, we get, once we get deep into the show, I'm going to go into that with you. But back to the point of the pay for deletion letter, you basically reach out. So it depends. If it's with the collection company, um, again, seven out of ten times, once you pay that, uh, that money off, unless you get something in writing, they're not going to take it off. They're not going to take it off just because they're nice people. That's just not how it works. That's why it's important when you do make contact with them and you do want to pay for whatever case might be get something in writing. And the second important tip is when you do decide to negotiate or you want to pay it off, you never, ever, 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 ever pay the full amount. Because, you know, most of the time when they get these accounts, they're buying pennies on the dollar. So let's just say you owe $300. I'm not going to offer to pay you $300 because you didn't pay $300 for that account. You pay pennies on the dollar. So that's why it's very, very important. So what I would do, so typically the rule of thumb is you start from 30% going up. So I wouldn't even pay nothing past $150. Um, that's just the rule of thumb. So when you negotiate. So basically, a uh, pay for deletion letter is, what is a pay for deletion letter? Basically, it's a way to get negative item removal off your credit report in exchange for payment uh, you know, to the original creditor or the collection agency. Because most of the time, when it's the original creditor, sometimes when something is charged off, they're not going to sell it to nobody. They'll hold on you just want to get that once they get the money there's no incentive for them to remove it that's why you want to get that in writing um and again when you are dealing with special collection um, collection agencies you never ever want to pay the full amount once start from 30 percent on up because chances are when they got that account um you know they didn't pay the full amount for it so that's very, very important to remember. And also, too, another thing to remember, before you even start to negotiate or take ownership in any type of collections account with a third-party company, first thing you want to do, you want to do a debt validation because you want to know, you want to make sure, like, the debt is actually yours. I mean, you know it's yours, but as the burden of proof is on them to prove that it's yours. So, again, you send a debt validation letter, and if you don't have one of those, we can provide you one of those. Basically, certain information that you want to ask them that they should have if it's truly yours. Um, so that's why it's important to you know tap into the show that we get information like that. So once you send that validation, they have up to 30 days to respond back with the information that you requested. And I'm trying to tell you, like, 
uh, you know, five out of 10 times the information that you request, they're not going to have. Um, you know, you can ask for uh, any original contract with your signature on it, or do they have ownership? Or, uh, do they actually have ownership of this account? Um, or they licensed to uh, collect in your state? Um, is this debt past the statute of limitations? So there's certain questions that you will ask them, and then most of the time they won't have that answer. They'll just send you a whole bunch of shenanigans, a whole bunch of nonsense that you did not ask for. But that is the thing that to the third party collection agencies that actually verifies yours. And one of the biggest things that they will connect it with like is your previous address. So again, so that's why it's important before you start any type of dispute process on your credit report, you want to update your personal information uh, because that old address is probably, if once you update your personal information, that old address is not going to be on it no more. Um, if you pull your credit report right now and you have five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten names, 30 address, 18 phone numbers, you want to clean that information up. That way, if you do dispute something with the consumer point agency, it's hard for them to um, match it with you because the old address is not on the old phone number, not on it. Your name might have changed. So once you sign that validation letter, again, the, cons uh, the third party collection agencies have 30 days to send you back that information because if they can't prove it's yours, then they can't report in credit report. Let's just fast forward. Let's just say, hey, they did match it up to you somehow. They sent you everything that you asked for. But sometimes, you know, these collection companies, they have all the information on you sometimes. But you just want to make it a little tough for them. You don't want to just roll over like, all right, cool. You asked for $1,000, just give it to you. You don't want to just give them free money. So once you get that, that validation, they send you everything that you asked for, now, you know, you have two options. So if you want to use the pay for deletion letter, um, you basically you reach out to them, of course, in writing, of course. That one you don't know over the phone, do it in writing, and you basically want to certain stuff that you're going to say. Um, no, and and so you want to say you're going to set up exactly what to say if you do want to send that validation letter. You want to say, hey, you're going to say, ah, you know, your name. I'm writing this letter. Uh, to the credit department for one-time settlement of the alleged amount due. And that's why you say you want an alleged amount because, again, that's probably not even all your debt. That's probably interest to add on to this alleged debt. And then basically you want to say, hey, in exchange for the amount uh, for the amount written on here, because you want to tell them how much you want to pay them, you want to say, I need for you to remove this account from my consumer for an agency experience transgender Equifax once this payment is made. Now, exactly. So, and then once they respond back, they're, gonna, they're either going to say, yeah, we're going to do it, or they're going to say no, because the thing is, sometimes these third-party agencies, they they, they, they don't want to take these letters. I mean, they're just facts. So so you have to think about that, too. Just because you send it to them, that doesn't mean they have to take it. So, again, so once you send that to them, you wait for them to respond back. And, you know, if the term and agreement is cool, they just say, look, we're going to take it off if you send us X, Y, Z. You send, them a, uh, you send them a check or a money order. I don't know if people still use check or not with the amount. And then, you know, and then you're going to wait probably like 30, 45 days for them to take it off your credit report. Um, so that's pretty much how it works with the um, pay for uh, deletion letters. And, and I'll be honest with you, sometimes they don't always work. That's simple because they want to be difficult. <laughs> they want to milk you for all the money they can get out of you. So sometimes you might not get the result that you want right away, but 
the certain situation are affected. And then again, if you do have a charge off collections account and credit report, I'm not saying you shouldn't dispute it, but I'm saying certain situations where you might need to expeditiously, you might need to expeditiously come off and you have the money, sometimes it is okay to use that if you need to. And you just have to weigh your options. Um, so again, if you would have asked me a couple of years ago, what do I think about paying for deletion letter? I would just say, no, don't do it. Um, you know, go to the dispute process, you know, send the first round, second round, whatever case might be, Metro 2 compliance, uh, factual dispute, consumer law. But again, sometimes it's a case-by-case -case scenario. If you need to come off, then you might just have to go with that. So another method that you can actually use to remove may charge off a collections account is basically it's a, it's, a, it's a compliance letter. It's almost like a goodwill letter, but it's a, it's a, there's a difference. Um, so pretty much a goodwill letter, you reach out um, to the creditor and you say, hey, look, you know, I, I was late, you know, this date, that date, um, you know, this happened, this happened. And what I'm going to do for it to make sure this doesn't happen again. And then you're going to like, kind of like make it nice and sweet. Because uh, you're kind of like at their mercy a little bit, really. And then so once you do that, um, it's a good chance that goodwill letter work. But most of the time, the goodwill letters don't work. And sometimes people will tell you, you know, you got to send it to the CEO. And sometimes it might make a difference. But um, so sometimes the goodwill letter works, sometimes it don't. But there's a big difference. letter. But we got some bills to pay after this commercial break. We're going to dive in a little bit into the compliance letter. Then we're going to do the Q&A. Think that we in a race war. Get the gunshots outside your door that police shoot before they yell, get on the floor, the centralized problem at the core, but not anymore. Yes. It's the wealth versus the poor. The social supremacy turning the poor on the poor. Adjusting, you gotta be fluid like water, you gotta be like a chameleon. This old okay, stuff you. you have to adapt to, even when you're hosting and curating events in person, nothing mm -hmm. ever happens the way you plan it a hundred percent. A true, a true leader isn't a, a person with a bunch of followers, man. A, a real leader is one who, who build leaders amongst them, and so, um, you know, I want to build people up to their highest potential. A lot of people. Don't know how to embrace their divinity, man. So I wanna welcome back. <clears throat> Ronnie Francois on the Crowd Lab. And you know, thank you for joining us live. Or if you're watching this replay, or if you listen to us, or listen to the replay, definitely appreciate you. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. And also, too, you can always text in your questions, 443 now. Four four three seven three eight five five two nine. So before we went on the commercial break, one of the um, we was talking about the pay for deletion letter, and then we explained you know what the process was, what you have to do. The first thing is you know getting the debt validation, make sure it's really actually yours, because uh, these collection companies a lot of time they just they don't have all the information that they need. They shouldn't even have your credit. They shouldn't even have that account on this alleged debt. So you want to make it a little difficult once they verify. And, you know, depending on your situation, you can send it, um, send it something, send them something in writing, you know, asking for a pay for deletion letter because, again, once you pay them, you have nothing to bargain with. But I want to give you additional two additional resources that you can use 
in the place uh, that you can use before you even send in the paper deletion letter, especially if you're deleting, especially if you're still dealing with the original creditor. Basically, uh, it's a compliance letter. Basically, uh, again, there's a, it's very similar to a goodwill letter, but it's a little different though. So again, uh, a goodwill letter, you reach out to the creditor, you say, hey, dear sir, dear man, I was late, you know, I missed the payment, this happened, this happened, you know, my, my goldfish died, hey, you know, this happened, I had to do this, um, you know, please show me some mercy, I'm not going to do this again, these are the things I'm going to put in place, this way it won't happen again. Um, again, I don't want to say begging for forgiveness, but you kind of at their mercy. And another thing too, sometimes when you do the goodwill letters, you kind of actually have to kind of like admit uh, that it was your fault that the account was in, that the situation happened. So, so you got to be careful with that. But a compliance letter is it's a little slightly different. You're still reaching out to the original creditor and you're basically saying something like, hey, you know, um, uh, you know, this situation happened or, you know, th this account is reported on my credit report. And by this account being on my credit report, it's affecting me. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying to get a home. I'm trying to do something for my family. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to start a business. And because this account being on here, it has, it's having a dramatic impact on my credit report. And then basically you just ask them, you know, um, you know, and, and, and just being, just showing you some compassion and removing off your credit report because you're trying to help your family. You're trying, you, you want to make it a little sympathetic, but you don't want to make it too soft. You feel me? That's what I'm trying to say. And basically, you want to say, hey, look, it's hindering me. Look, I'm trying to feed my family. I'm trying to get a house. And most people, when they read letters like that, you know, you, you're trying to do something for your family, you're trying to start a business, they, they're a little more compassionate about that. And then so you will send that to the compliance department. And for example, um, if you're trying to remove a late payment, if the late payment was holding you back, you would actually, you know, ask them in the very beginning. And you can actually throw some consumer law in there too. Um, so again, if it was a late payment, you would say, you know, hey, please remove this this late payment. It's affecting me. I'm trying to do I'm trying to do this with my family. I can't. And then you probably say something like uh, according to 15 USC 1681A, like 1681A, um, my transaction are not even, not even part of my consumer report. Uh, which is actually true. So like your payment history or not even part of your consumer report. So you could actually tighten up like that. And then, so that's how a compliance letter will work. So I'm not saying you shouldn't use a paper deletion letter, but I'm just saying sending a compliance letter can be one of the ways of doing it before you even get to that point. But the most important thing is when you're dealing with third-party collection companies, before you even entertain payments um, or... Um, you know, payment arrangement, you want to get that, you want to get that um, debt validated. You want a debt validation letter because you have to, because there's certain things that have to prove before you actually pay. Again, some of the easiest questions you want to ask them, hey, um, you know, are you licensed to collect in my state? Is this account uh, limited? Do you, do you have ownership of this account? Show me the ownership that you have for this account. So there's certain questions you have to ask them. So now we're about to get into the best part, which is the Q&A. But before I get into the Q&A, if you do need the pay for deletion letter, I actually um, have a pay for deletion package. Actually, I just put it together this afternoon. Uh, if you need that, I will actually send that to you. So the deletion, the pay for deletion package actually has two, delete, uh, two letters 
and it also has the compliance letters too. Um, because, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, nobody's perfect. And sometimes you might have like a little blemish, a little mistake on your credit report, and you might want to take it off. Um, so now with the pay, pay for deletion letter or the compliance letter, they might be very, very helpful to you. Um, so again, if you need that, you can always just text 443-738-5529, within the next 48 hours of the show. And, you know, I will send that to you for free. So today's Tuesday, so I mean, like, you know, Thursday, by between now and Thursday midnight, if you need that, I'll text you to you for free because, again, one of the cool things about the Credit Lab podcast, when we do have these shows and we give this information, I want to give you information that you can just basically use, like, the next day, information that you can use within hours, not, not you know, you got to wait, like, six months later, or you got to send me some money, or you got to buy the package. Basically, I want to give you resources that you can use the same week. So that's the most important thing. Um, so here goes my favorite part, the Q&A. Again, when people, you know, either texting their questions or they email the questions. Um, sometimes we have enough time to answer all of them. Sometimes they spill over to the next show. But And if you do send me some questions, I don't get a chance to, you know, do them live. I will personally email the questions to you because I appreciate you. And, um, you know, it's kind of like my way of giving back. You know, that's how we do it. So the first first question was, um, do you pay for delete letters actually work? Um, that's a very good question. <laughs> Again, it's a case by case scenario. Well, you know, while you may not always be successful in convincing a debt collector a debt collector agency uh, or, or company to 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 grant your request, um, it can't hurt to try. I mean, so that's the most important thing. It, it can't hurt to try. Um, you know, but again, before you do decide to make payment arrangements before you do decide to pay when dealing with a collection company, you want that debt, you want to send that debt validation letter because most of the time they don't have the right information on you. Um, so that's the most important thing. And when you do reach out to them, always do it through writing. Um, how much is a pay for a deletion letter? Um, so again, the, there's, there's no fee for it. So the next 48 hours, if you do want to pay for deletion package, which will also include the compliance letter, um, I'll send it to you for free. Um, but, you know, you're welcome to type it up yourself. Like I said, it's not that hard, you know, with the pay for deletion, you want to say, hey, look, um, you, know, uh, you know, you're alleging I owe this amount. Uh, this is the amount that I'm willing to pay. But if I pay this amount, as we agree on, I need you to remove this from my credit report. Um, so it don't Sometimes they will tell you no. It just depends on the company. Uh, next question is: Does paying for uh, pay for delete uh, paying for delete pay for delete actually raise your credit score? Um, <clears throat> so it, it really depends. So what it, it really depends on your your credit situation. In some situations, it may help, but the delete the delinquent account with the original credit um, can still remain on your credit report. A collection account paid in full. So a, a collections account paid in full sometimes score might go up a little higher than a uh, collection paid for a lesser amount. So again, it just really depends on your credit situation. What should I pay for? What, what is the maximum should I pay for when it comes to pay for delete? Um, again, I would never pay no more than fifty percent. So I'll start. I'll pay between thirty 
the 50 percent we're dealing with collection companies because you have to remember they are getting these accounts for pennies on the dollar so uh, you know i would never pay the full amount that they're asking for um it says is this is, this, is it true that in some situation pay for delete can be bad um again no it, no not really so while pay for delete request it doesn't always work so with the original creditors a pay for deletion um doesn't always work um it's more effective when it comes to um, third-party collection companies um sometimes they do it the most but even with them sometimes they will refuse it uh with the original creditors it's a little iffy so pay for delete usually work more with the third-party collection companies but i will say the compliance letter might be more effective with original creditors um so that's pretty much how that works um how do i get or how do i ask for a, a goodwill deletion um so basically again when you write in a goodwill letter you basically want to explain the situation that caused the error explain the stuff that you're going to take to correct the issue and also explain the step that you're going to take to keep the same situation happening again um, and you can also say mention how negatively that account is impacting you you know so how it's hindering you from ability to qualify for a mortgage how it's holding you back from you know getting that business loan so again a goodwill letter you just want to explain what happened explain how you're going to fix it explain how you're going to keep from happening again and then you basically just want to say hey look i made a mistake and it's holding me back uh, please forgive me it won't happen again um is it better to settle an account or pay in full um so if you pay it in full again the goal is if you're going to pay any account that's in collections you want to make sure you get a removal off your account because if you if it stays on there a collections account is a collections account but if you have to pay it in full your score will go up more than if you settle for a lesser amount so let's just say you reach out to a collection company right and you made your offer, you say, hey, look, I'm, I'm going to pay you if you delete it. And then they say no. And But you don't have time to go to the dispute process. You don't have time to wait. But you have the money to pay it. Um, instead of paying it, you know, for less amount, sometimes it's going to come off quicker. Um, you know, just, just pay, pay the full amount. But again, it's this case-by-case -case scenario. You know, you want to keep between like 30 and 50%. You know, sometimes these companies they get aggressive, but if you know your rights and you stand your ground, um, that would definitely make a difference. And also, too, if you do have collections charge off situations like that, we do have um, that is called I think it's called, it's called Debt Collector One Hundred and One. Actually, covers that. Actually, tells you step by step what to do with collections account, whether it's original credit or third party company. So again, if you do have um collections account. Whether this is with the original credit or third party, we do have a debt collector one to one package that's available. And with that one, I will make that available for free for the next 24 hours. So um, again, when you tap in, when you're watching the show, I want to give you information, stuff that you can use the same week, the same day, because it's all about getting knowledge and the tools. And again, don't forget, for the next 48 hours, if you need to pay for deletion letter, we do have a package. I'll make available to you free until Thursday midnight of this week. And basically that will include, you know, two letters, one 
for the original creditor, one for if it's with the collection company, and also has the compliance letter. Uh, because again, you know, I just want I just want to make your life easy. You know, every week you tap in, we got the week support you showing me love. So um the best thing I can do is show you love in return. And of course, you know, when I sit down and I take hours and days to put these letters together, it definitely charges some money for that. But you know, if I can make a difference in your life, I'm cool with that. Um, so the next question is, <laughs> what is the 11 word phrase to stop debt collectors? Uh, cool. Um, well, <laughs> I haven't had this question in a while. Basically, words that you use to collect you when they try to make your life difficult. Uh, basically, it's a cease and desist letter, but there's, a, there's, <laughs> there's particularly 11 words that you can actually use. Uh, the 11 word is please cease and desist all calls and contact with me immediately. So the 11 word phrase to stop debt collector is please cease and desist all calls and con and all calls and contact with me immediately. And if you count, that's actually 11 words, by the way. So that, um, that's pretty much a wrap for this episode. Again, definitely appreciate you watching this live, watching the replay. Definitely appreciate you. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Definitely appreciate you. And also, too, the amazing thing about this network is every single day there's multiple shows that's on here. Of course, you tap on here because you know you like the credit, you like the credit lab podcast, and you like me. Maybe you like my beard, maybe you like my shiny head. I mean, I'm not sure, but I definitely appreciate it. But the point is, you definitely want to tap on here and catch some of these other amazing shows. Definitely appreciate you. Until the next time. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel at He Said What Network. Follow us on Instagram at He Said What Network. And check out our website, www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com, for our weekly show schedule.